Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. Well, hello there, my friends, beautiful people, powerful people. I am talking to you. This is Brian Hardy, holistic nutritionist and wellness coach and the host of Redefining Reality. Thank you for joining me. A big thank you for joining me. It is April 10th here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It is a beautiful sunny spring day and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm sending that out. I'm laying it down. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be another solo show. So similar to the solo show I did a few months back about fasting and my experience with that, today's show is going to be, you know, sharing a bit of what's been going on as of late and sharing some thoughts that I have on the changing of the seasons, right? We are exiting, hopefully exiting winter, truly getting into spring. And with that comes some really powerful and exciting shifts, Um, shifts which invite us to examine the way we're relating to our food, to our work, to our projects, um, and to ourselves and to nature, right? Finding our place back in nature. Like, I don't know about you, but once the winter hits and it's just cold and gray and miserable it's a lot harder for me to get outside i mean i'm not getting outside i'm not smelling the dirt i'm not getting my hands and my feet onto the earth nearly as regularly as i would like and uh just in the past two days i have reconnected and my goodness is it glorious almost orgasmic um i'll share a little bit about that as we get into it But first of all, just want to mention our sponsor, as always, the friendly folks at audible.com. Audible is fantastic. I love it. I use it regularly. Expands my brain, expands my consciousness, expands my awareness without having to sit and read a book. Um, As much as I like to sit and read a book, I don't often make the time for it. It's hard to squeeze that in to a very on-the-go type of schedule. So if you're like me, and you're on the go, and you're working, and you're hustling, and doing your thing, but you still want access to quality books, and to new knowledge, and information, then do yourself a favor, and sign up at Audible, free 30-day trial, I would check out Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, by Joe Dispenza, fantastic book, I'm still using his meditation program regularly, and uh, to do so, all you got to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash Brian Hardy, just like it sounds, just like it is in the podcast, B-R-Y-A-N-H-A-R-D-Y. And that'll give you 30 free days of Audible service and a free audiobook that's yours to keep, whether or not you continue on after 30 days or cancel it. So you can't lose there. But to get into the show, to get into the rhythm of spring, spring cleansing, spring cleaning, all these things that are built into our cultures, that are 
just sort of passed down from generation to generation, things that we observe animals doing. You know, it's not uh, by accident that your dog, you're a cat, or, you know, if you see a deer or something out in the wild, if, uh, if you observe them eating really bitter, dark green plants, um, and then sometimes puking it back up, you know, cats will often do this. And we might look at them and think, what the heck is my cat doing? But really, your cat is just following its instincts, and its instincts are telling it that, oh, it's springtime, it's time to cleanse, right? Time to get some fresh green life into the system and then cleanse out whatever needs to go. And so they'll eat that stuff up and spit it out. And uh, as human beings, you know, we don't really have that built in as much, especially in Western culture, especially in busy, 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 go, 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 Toronto or New York or LA sort of culture. You know, any of these metropolises, any of these big business centric hives, you know, these are like hives and we're all the bees. And um, there often isn't time, you know, we don't value or prioritize cleansing. So I invite you to do that. I'm doing that for myself. Actually, this morning was out in the woods, connecting to myself, connecting to the nature. I saw five deer, which was incredible. There's a little video on my Instagram if you check this out near April 10th, and you'll see me um, geeking out over some deer. I only saw two when I was filming, and then I put the camera down and was meditating, and then three more came running down the hill. But uh, while I was out there, I harvested some garlic mustard. Garlic mustard is a little sort of herbaceous plant that's got a garlicky, pungent sort of kick to it. You can cook it like any other green. You can eat it raw in a salad. And it's quite tasty. I enjoy it. It's, it leaves a nice accent. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do a whole salad of garlic mustard by any means. But it definitely has some punch. And that bitter, pungent punch is uh, indicative of some good cleansing effects. Good for the liver, typically. Potentially good for the gallbladder. Um, good for the digestive system. Get the bile flowing. Get the digestive juices churning. And uh, so I'm going to throw that into my dinner this evening and uh, have my first foraged meal. Or I guess not foraged meal. Foraged dish as part of a meal for the year. And I'm really excited for this year and for foraging and for getting out there and for doing some fishing, hopefully some hunting in the fall. My brother has his hunting license for the first time. And uh, just really, really connecting, right? Really, really connecting and going deeper on the rewilding path that uh, Mr. Daniel Vitalis is laying out for all of us. If you're not attuned to the Rewild Yourself podcast, I highly recommend you do so. I hope to get Daniel on my podcast at some time in the next few months, maybe, within the year, and maybe go down and visit him. He lives in Maine, and him and a guy named Arthur Haynes are just doing some incredible, incredible work down there. So if you're from Toronto or somewhere on the East Coast and actually would be interested in doing that, let me know, because I'd like to organize, maybe we can have a little group of us go down and have like a private workshop, private foraging little session, little powwow down in Maine. So planting that seed, you let me know if that's of interest to you. So yeah, I was out there getting my garlic mustard, getting my hands and my feet into the leaf litter and into the dirt. Um, and it was just last night, actually, after finishing up helping a friend of mine at uh, the Green Living Show, which is a very large uh, health and technology and sort of eco-centric convention that happens in Toronto each year. And after two days in a convention hall, talking to people, 
shaking hands, being blasted by Wi-Fi and cell phone signals from all directions. We went back to his place to unload the car, unload everything. Um, and I just took my shoes off and was walking around in the dirt in his front yard. And it was almost orgasmic. The feeling of the energy and the cool, damp, you know, grounding feeling coming up through my feet, coming through my hands. And it was incredible. I dropped down and did some push-ups. I'm doing a 20, 20 push-up challenge for the month. So I dropped down and I did some push-ups and with each repetition as I would go down and breathe in, I would get a whiff of this fresh dirt. And it was so good. It was so comforting and so soothing to my soul and it just like awoke a whole other part of my brain that's been sleeping. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, this is life. This is like the simple pleasures of life, doing push-ups in the dirt and getting a whiff of the earth. Oh, so good. So good. If you haven't had that experience, I invite you to do so. Don't worry if you look crazy. It's all good. You can be an example for other people that just aren't ready yet. Anywho, spring cleansing, connecting to the, the outdoors, connecting to yourself, connecting to the earth. That is what the season is calling for. That is what my life is calling for. That is what I want to help more people do. And one of the big things, one of the more you know dedicated sort of protocols that can be useful around this time is a liver gallbladder cleanse um, or a liver gallbladder flush, as you may have come to see it. And what that is, is usually taking some herbs. Um, and I'm going to link to everything I'm talking about over at brianhardy.ca slash spring 17 as in spring 2017, so forward slash spring 1717. And I'll have some links to the things that I'm going to mention today. Um, but one of those things is a liver gallbladder flush. Now I did my first and only liver gallbladder flush um, about 14 months ago that I did my first flush. And I wrote all about that. It's in a post on my blog that I'll also link to. I think it's brianhardy.ca forward slash liver flush. But um, I did not have a very good experience. Um, it was very, very intense and very uncomfortable um, for some of the reasons you can read about in there. You know, trying to biohack my way through it before just doing the most simple version. So this year I'm going back to the simple. And I'm getting ready because once you start... You're supposed to continue every month, at least once a month, until you have no more stones being flushed from the gallbladder. And what you're doing here is you're limiting your fat for a week and you're taking some specific supplements that help to um, dissolve and loosen what sort of stones you might have in your liver gallbladder. And if you don't think you have any stones in your liver gallbladder, you're probably mistaken because living in the modern world and being exposed to the types of crap that we are exposed to, our livers are taking a beating. And uh, we all need more support. We all need more support for the liver. Some of us are more resilient than others. But the liver was not meant to deal with the chemical onslaught that it has to go up against these days. So we all need support and we all have some stones likely that could be released so that the liver can function better 
right? And when the organs function better, we feel better, we digest our food better, our emotions are more stable and balanced and really a more true representation of what's happening in the moment rather than some lingering past nonsense that's stuck inside of us. And the liver being the seat of anger in Chinese medicine, right? So some people can have some pretty, pretty impressive releases of anger and pent-up emotions when they do these sorts of procedures or protocols. And so I'm going to link to the Living Proof Liver Gallbladder Flush Group, right? The Living Proof Institute, a group that I love, a team that I love and like to collaborate more with and point people towards. And so they've got a Facebook group that has the instructions laid out and um, all the necessary materials you can find online or in health food stores. And uh, yeah, if you feel called to do this, maybe let me know and we can all do it together. You know, we can plan for a couple weeks from now, maybe the beginning of May or maybe, you know, late April. And we'll do it together. We'll plan it. We'll do it all. We'll hold each other accountable and uh, have some fun. Maybe take pictures of what comes out of you and share them on the group because some people release some pretty crazy stuff that it's hard to believe come out of a person and could be stuck in your liver gallbladder. But better out than in, I always say. And uh, yeah, when we can do this sort of thing, we're just going to set ourselves up for better health overall, right? And building these sorts of practices in, these seasonal practices, are just a great insurance policy against developing something more serious, right? Because so many people, I think it's a half a million people in the U.S. alone, get their gallbladders removed surgically each year. And I don't know about you, but I pretty much want to keep my gallbladder intact. Um, and I want to be able to digest my food, particularly my fat, right? Which the liver that produces bile, right? Bile being the emulsifying substance that helps us to break down fat. Um, this is also another reason why a lot of people can't do well with high fat diets without supplementing things like ox bile and hydrochloric acid and lecithin, um, you know, it's because their, their liver is taxed and they're not able to produce enough bile to break down the fat they're eating. And you know me, I'm a proponent of a higher fat sort of diet for most people. And uh, it can be hard, right? It can be really hard to break those things down. And so we want to make sure we're supporting ourselves on every level, right? Emotionally, socially, psychologically, physically, nutritionally, environmentally, you know, we want, to, we want to support on each level, and we want to do so in a stepwise fashion, right? We're not trying to go zero to hero, but we are trying to piece by piece, step by step, journey by journey, make our way closer toward our ideals, right? Our optimal health and well-being ideals. That's what I'm all about. That's why I'm here, and that's probably what you're about, too, if you're listening to this. So we got the liver flush, right? We got going out and foraging, right? Look for some foraging groups. There's foraging groups all over the place. And you can find local herbalists, local foragers, local primitive skills people that can teach you all about the different plants, all about the different flowers. And it really opens up an entirely new world, right? When you start to realize that most of the plants and the trees um, that are around you are either edible or medicinal in some capacity, you start to really see the magic of nature and the beauty, the true beauty that food and medicine are abundant all around us, even in these artificial environments that we've created in the modern day, 
right? Even in that um, nature is still around. It might be an invasive species, right? I'm pretty sure garlic mustard is an invasive species, which is why it's even better to go out and grab it and forage it and use it because um, it's not natural for it to be here and it does tend to dominate the forest floor, you know, blocking out a lot of the other guys that might want to might do their thing. But so it really dominates that niche and uh, has some benefits. So just an invitation, just an invitation. You won't regret it. That I can guarantee. I never regret spending time in nature. And I always feel better having spent time in nature. And getting back to spring transitions, I've recently moved, right? I've recently moved to a new location. I went from the city of Toronto over to Mississauga, which is a suburb of Toronto. And, you know, it's like 30 minutes away. So not very far. And there's an amazing park, Riverwood Park, the Riverwood Conservancy, which runs along the Credit River, is uh, right by our place. And that's where I was this morning. That's where I go for my meditations and my nature time. And that's where I'm likely going to be leading fitness and nature exposure and hiking and foraging and meditation classes this spring and summer and fall. So if you're around and want to do some of that, again, reach out. BrianHardy7 at gmail.com or OptimalHealth at BrianHardy.ca. Two emails where you can reach me. Also Facebook, Instagram, that sort of thing. And so with the changing of home environments comes the invitation to let go and declutter, right? To really come to terms with what do I need, right? What do I actually need? What do I use? And what's just taking up space? What's weighing me down, right? I don't know about you, but I have definite, a definite tendency towards uh, hoarding and keeping things for far too long, things that I think one day might be useful, so I keep them around. And, uh, you know, 95% of the time, that's not the case. I, they're not useful and they just weigh on you. Whether you're aware of it or not, I really do believe that uh, having stuff, random stuff in your physical environment weighs on you and it takes up space in your mind and your emotions and just how you feel. So it's been tricky, but with the help of some amazing friends, I've uh, been moving towards lightening the load, right? And so... It just makes sense. Springtime, you you know, you cleanse physically, you cleanse your space, you maybe do a yard sale and bring more lightness, more freshness into your reality, right? Because that's what we all want. At least that's what I think we want. You know, we seem to be, you know, very desire-driven, goal-setting types of people, types of beings. And if, we've, if we're already full, right, if our life is already full of stuff, how, how are we going to let the new stuff in? How are we going to let the new experiences, the new possessions, the new wealth, new relationships, the new growth into our lives if we're already full, right? We can't. We can't. It's like a law of physics. Like if something's full, it can't be, you know, refilled until it's been emptied. So throw away your stuff, right? Throw away your stuff. Don't hold on to things for so long. Um, cherish them. Cherish the things you have right, and really use them and really love them, speak to them even, you know, there's, there's a cool book on this concept by Mary Kondo called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which uh, I sort of hypocritically read parts of and then began to do and then stopped doing, and it's been sitting on my shelf ever since. So part of my process is revisiting some of those teachings, 
right? And really tuning into, is this thing useful? Will it be used? Can I gift it to somebody? You know, can this be of use for somebody else, right? One man's treasure is another man's trash. So if you got things you want to get rid of, then look to gift them. Look to donate them. There's so many, you know, Salvation Army, Value Village, these various thrift stores and places that will happily, happily receive your old stuff, right? So uh, give it away. Make space. Make space for what you're calling in, right? If you want a new relationship, make space for it. If you want better health and energy, you want to lose some weight, make space for it. Create the space for it. Set the intention for it and then take some simple actions. That's how it all works, right? That's how it all works. And so having this new space with, uh, with a soul brother of mine that we get to create and live and love within and without is really, really a blessing. Truly, truly a blessing. And I didn't realize how sensitive I was and how much of a drain the energy of a place and the energy of certain people can be on you, you know? I went from a place where I was renting a room with like five people, there's five of us in total, and everyone there was, you know, nice people, but their energy was just not in sync with mine. And so they might have like CNN on the TV and I'm trying to work, trying to make a call, and it's just a drain, right? And so a lot of your energy gets used up when you're not in that harmonious space. So do yourself a favor, Treat it like an act of, you know, non-negotiable self-care or self-love to really deserve that, right? To know, to trust that you really deserve that. You deserve a space that is supportive, you know? You deserve a body and a mind that are clear and that work and that function and that serve you, right? But you got to work for it, right? You get what you deserve. You don't get what you think you, you know, want. So you got to really deserve it and... If you can't look yourself in the mirror and really say and feel and believe that you deserve it, well, then that's the invitation to dig deeper, right? To dig deeper into some sort of underlying belief that's blocking you from really feeling that and deserving that. Because I fundamentally believe that as human beings, we are meant to thrive and we are at our best and we are the best, you know, of service. We are best of service. We are most tuned into our gifts and our zone of genius and creativity when we're thriving, right? And uh, just to be completely honest, I've had some really challenging times these past few months, really challenging. And it's not something I've shared a lot about, right? And so I'll share about some here, um, and just what that's been like and why I'm sort of preaching this message for myself primarily, but also for you because I've had some realizations and I've had some shifts take place that uh, have opened up new awareness and new possibilities. And so without getting into too much personal detail, right, because that's not necessarily important here, but it's the principles that are important. And so one of the things that I realized is that I was confusing what's out there with what's in here, right? And finding lack or undeservingness or feelings of unworthiness at the root of some of my own challenges, right? And whether that's rooted in a belief that was installed in me as a young child or whatever, um, it tends to manifest as always looking outside of ourselves for the solution to our internal um, 
emptiness or you know just this desire for more this desire for fulfillment this desire for connection this desire for abundance right to not worry about paying your bills to not have to worry about money to not have to worry about uh, your health or whatever it might be the worries they can be useful at times right fear and worry can have an adaptive response but when we get trapped in it then it becomes destructive and so i just noticed that i have this pattern of you know there being uncertainty and then feeling anxious um, about that um, and then maybe feeling isolated or feeling paralyzed which stops me from going out there and taking action right taking smart aggressive assertive action in order to get towards what it is that i want right and so the key the key i find is really for me it's in self-care habits right so i realized um and it's just funny that the time where we need self-care the most is oftentimes the time where we will neglect it and say we're too busy right which is just a story that we are, we're telling ourselves because everybody has five minutes everybody has 10 minutes most people probably have an hour if they can be honest about their schedule and the way they're using their time or and or outsource something that's um not necessarily needs them to be done like laundry or food or shopping or you know stuff like that that can be outsourced if you have an assistant or you have a uh, someone to help you out and so when we're honest i believe that we all have the time right there's no shortage of time there's a shortage of priority and that's what happens for me when i get stressed right is that my priorities shift i start thinking more in survival mode um, rather than creator mode like conscious you know creating um and trusting right learning to really trust myself trust god trust life and when i make the time for meditation and for exercise ideally out in nature it just calms my system right because i don't know about you but the city and the hecticness and the technology we're attached to can make me a little bit crazy right can make me a little bit out of balance with who i am and what i'm doing and so as the seasons changed as things lined up as um all the details sort of came to to sort themselves out for some of the challenges that i was experiencing with that comes the renewed sense of peace and clarity right and i still got to make decisions i still got to choose what it is i'm investing my time in right the other thing is for cleansing our schedules i think that could be part of spring cleansing as well and really looking at our schedules and saying do i need to be doing this is this important for this season of my life you know why am i doing this why am i committing myself to these social outings or these responsibilities like really what's at the root is at the root because we feel like we're not enough and we have to do more or we feel obliged to other people we don't want to let them down or we feel like that's just what successful people do you know whatever the story is just be aware of it right and see is it really true for you and furthermore do you want it to be true for you do you want to live according to that story and those limitations
Or are you ready for a change? Are you ready to transcend? Are you ready to feel better? Are you ready to expand your experience and create something different? And that's that, right? That's that. It's all about spring cleaning, upgrading, renewing, being renewed, letting go enough to allow life, God, the universe, nature, whatever you want to call it, to renew you, to renew your spirit, to renew your body and mind. That's the invitation. That is the invitation. So if that vibes with you, if you want to connect with me, if you want to develop, you know, how can we make a strategy for you to, you know, tune up your body, whether it's getting in shape for the summertime, shedding a bit of that excess holiday poundage, you know, that that holiday uh, blubber, as we might call it. And it's good. It's good to put on some weight in the wintertime and stay warm. You know, that's a sort that's an adaptive mechanism. Don't be so concerned about having a six pack all the time. You know, it doesn't, having a six pack does not significantly improve your life. At least it hasn't for me. I thought it would for a long time. And then I got it. And then I realized that uh, I still didn't really truly love myself. And so, sure, I might look good. And girls might think I look good and, you know, might have a little bit more sex appeal in some way. But what's it all for, right? What's it all for? What is all this for? What is all this work for if we don't really connect to ourselves and love ourselves first, right? Because you matter. You matter. And you got to believe that. You got to know that. You got to feel that. You got to move and act on that and design your life in a way that you will not forget, right? Be simple. Put up post-it notes. Put up posters. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you're amazing, Tell yourself that you love yourself. Tell yourself that the world is a better place because you're in it. Because that's the truth. That is the truth. So I'm going to wrap here. This will be a shorter episode. A little spring cleaning solo show. And um, until next time, keep redefining reality and being well. One last thing. Let me take you out of here with a beautiful track by Mr. Jimmy Cliff that I think epitomizes the essence of spring cleaning, and that is, I can see clearly now.